Good morning. I hope you had a good week. Uh, today's true crime story will be about cannabis, harmful or beneficial, part one. Cannabis, also known as marijuana among other names, is a psychiatric drug from the cannabis plant used for medical or recreational purposes. The main psychiatric part of cannabis is tetrahydrocannabinol, THC, one of 483 known compounds in the plant. Including the at least 65 other cannabinoids, cannabis can be used for smoking, vaporizing within food, or as an extract. Cannabis has mental and psychological and cannabis has mental and physical effects such as creating a high or stone feeling, a general change in perception, heightened mood, and an increase in appetite. Onset of effects is felt within minutes when smoked, and about 30 to 60 minutes when cooked and eaten. The effects last for two to six hours. <coughs> short-term side effects may include a decrease in short-term memory, dry mouth, impaired motor skills, red eyes, and feelings of paranoia or anxiety. Long-term side effects may include addiction and decreased mental ability in those who started regular use as teenagers and behavioral problems in children whose mothers used cannabis during pregnancy. There is a strong relation between cannabis use and the risk of psychosis though the cause and effect is debated. Cannabis is mostly used for recreation or as a medicinal drug, although it may also be used for spiritual purposes. In 2013, between 128 and 232 million people used cannabis, that's 2.7% to 4.9% of the global population between the ages of 15 and 65. It is the most commonly used illegal drug, both in the world and the United States, though it is also legal in some jurisdictions. The countries with the highest use among adults as, as of 2018 are Zambia, the United States, Canada, and Nigeria. In 2016, 51% of people in the United States had <coughs> In 2016, 51% of people <coughs> in the United States had used cannabis in their lifetime. About 12% had used it in the past year, and 7.3% had used it in the past month. While cannabis plants have been grown since at least the 3rd millennium BCE, evidence suggests it was being smoked for psychiatric effects at least 2,500 years ago in the Palmer Mountains. Since the early 20th century, cannabis has been subject to legal restrictions. The possession, use, and cultivation of cannabis is illegal in most countries of the world. In 2013, Uruguay became the first country to legalize recreational use of cannabis. Other countries to do so are Canada, Georgia, and South Africa, plus 11 states and the District of Columbia in the United States. Though the drug remains federally illegal, medical use of cannabis requiring the approval of a physician has been legalized in a greater number of countries. <coughs> Uses Medical. Medical cannabis or medical marijuana can refer to the use of cannabis and its cannabinoids to de treat disease or improve symptoms. However, there is no single agreed upon definition. The rigorous scientific study of cannabis as a medicine has been hampered by production, production restrictions and by the fact that it is classified as an illegal drug by the many governments. There is limited evidence suggesting cannabis can be used to reduce nausea and vomiting during chemotherapy to improve appetite in people with HIV AIDS or to treat chronic pain and muscle spasms. It's used for other medical 
application is insufficient for drawing conclusions about safety and or efficacy. Short-term use decreases the risk of both minor and major adverse effects. Common side effects include dizziness, feeling tired, and vomiting. Long-term effects of cannabis are not clear. There are concerns surrounding memory and cognition problems, risk of addiction, schizophrenia in young people, and the risk of, of children taking it by accident. Recreational. Cannabis has psychoactive and psychological effects when consumed. The immediate desired effects when consuming cannabis include relaxation and euphoria, the high or stone feeling, a general alteration of conscious perception, increased awareness of sensation, increased libido and distortions in the perception of time and space. At higher doses, effects can include altered body image, auditory and or visual illusions, pseudo-hallucinations and ataxia from selective impairment of polysynaptic reflexes. In some cases, cannabis can lead to dissociative states such as depersonalization and derealization. Some immediate undesired side effects include a decrease in short-term memory, dry mouth, impaired motor skills, and reddening of the eyes. Aside from a subjective change in perception of mood, the most common short-term physical and neurological effects include increased heart rate, increased appetite and consumption of food, lowered blood pressure, impairment of short-term and working memory, psychomotor coordination, and concentration. Some users may experience an episode of acute psychosis, which usually abates after six hours, but in rare instances, heavy users may find the symptoms continuing for many days. Reduced quality of life associated with heavy cannabis use, although relationship is inconsistent and weaker than for tobacco and other substances. The direction of cause and effect in relationship, however, is unclear. Spiritual cannabis has held sacred status as several religious and has served as an ethiogen, a chemical substance used in religious, shamanic, or spiritual contexts in the Indian subcontinent since the Vedic period dating back to the approximately 1500 BCE, but perhaps as far back as 2000 BCE, there are several references in Greek mythology to a powerful drug that eliminated anguish and sorrow. Herodotus wrote about early ceremonial practice by Scythians, thought to have occurred from the 5th to 2nd century BCE. In modern culture, the spiritual use of cannabis has been spread by the disciples of a Rastafari movement, who used cannabis as a sacrament as, and as an aid to me meditation. The earliest known reports regarding the sacred status of cannabis in the Indian subcontinent come from the Atharva Veda, estimated to have been written sometime around 2000 to 1400 BCE. Available forms. Cannabis is consumed in many different ways. Smoking, which typically involves burning and inhaling vaporized cannabinoids, smoke from small pipes, bongs, portable versions of hookahs with a water chamber, paper wrap joints, or tobacco leaf wrap blunts and other items. Vaporizer, which heats any form of cannabis to 165 to 190 degrees Celsius, 329 to 374 degrees Fahrenheit, causing the antigrids to evaporate to vapor without burning the plant material. The boiling plant of the THC is 157 degrees Celsius, 315 degrees Fahrenheit at atmospheric pressure. Cannabis tea, which contains relatively small concentration of THC, because THC is an oil lipophilic and is only slightly water-soluble, with a solubility of 2.8 milligrams per liter. 
cannabis tea is made by first adding a saturated fat to hot water, e.g. cream or any milk except skim, with a small amount of cannabis. Edibles, where cannabis is added as an ingredient to one of a variety of foods, including butter and baked goods. In India, it's commonly made into a beverage called Bang, B-H-A-N-G. Capsules, typical containing cannabis oil and other dietary supplement products, for some 220 were approved in Canada in 2018. Adverse effects. Addiction experts in psychiatry, chemistry, pharmacology, forensic science, epidemiology, and the police and legal service engage in Delphic analysis regarding 20 popular recreational drugs. Cannabis are ranked 11th in dependence, 17th in physical harm, and 10th in social harm. Short term. Acute effects may ex- include anxiety and panic, impaired attention, memory, and increased risk of psychotic symptoms, the inability to think clearly, and an increased risk of accidents. Cannabis impairs a person's driving ability, and THC was the illicit drug most frequently found in the blood of drivers who have been involved in vehicle crashes. Those with THC in their system were from three to seven more times more likely to be the cause of, of the accident than those who had not used either cannabis or alcohol, although its role is not necessarily causal because THC stays in the bloodstream for days to weeks after intoxication. According to the United States Department of Health and Human Services, there were 455,000 emergency room visits associated with cannabis use in 2011. These statistics include visits in which the patient was treated for a condition induced by or related to recent cannabis use. The drug use may be implicated in the emergency department visit, but does not need to be the direct cause of the visit. Most of the illicit drug emergency room visits involve multiple drugs. In 129,000 cases, cannabis was the only implicated drug. The short-term effects of cannabis can be altered if it has been laced with opioid drugs such as heroin or fentanyl. The added drugs are meant to enhance the psychiatric properties, add to its weight, and increase profitability despite the increased danger of overdose. Long-term Heavy long-term exposure to marijuana may have biologic-based physical, mental, behavioral, and social health consequences and may be associated with disease of the liver, particularly with coexistent hepatitis C, lungs, heart, and vasculature. Mothers who use marijuana during pregnancy have children with more depression, hyperactivity, and inattention. It is recommended that cannabis be used be stopped before and during pregnancy as it can result in negative outcomes for both the mother and the baby. However, maternal use of marijuana during pregnancy does not appear to be associated with low birth weight or early delivery after controlling for tobacco use and other confounding factors. A 2014 review found that while cannabis use may be less harmful than alcohol use, the recommendation to substitute it for problematic drinking was premature without further study. Various surveys that conducted between 2015 and 2019 found that many users of cannabis substituted for prescription drugs, including opioids, alcohol, and tobacco. Most of those who used it in place of alcohol or tobacco either reduced or stopped their intake of the latter substances. A limited number of studies have examined the effects of cannabis smoking on the respiratory system. Chronic heavy marijuana smoking is associated with coughing, production of sputum, wheezing, and other symptoms of chronic bronchitis. The available evidence does not support a causal relationship between cannabis use and chronic obstructive pulmonary disease. Short-term use of cannabis is associated with bronchodilation. Other side effects of cannabis use include cannabinoid hyperemesis syndrome, 
Cannabis smoke contains thousands of organic and, in, and inorganic chemical compounds. The tar is chemically similar to that found in tobacco smoke, and over 50 known carcinogens have been identified in cannabis smoke, including nitrosamines, reactive aldehydes, and polycyclic carbocarbons, including benzopyrene. Cannabis smoke is also inhaled more deeply than tobacco smoke. As of 2015, there is no consensus regarding whether cannabis smoking is associated with an increased risk of cancer. Light and moderate use of cannabis is not believed to increase risk of lung or airway cancer. Evidence for causing these cancers is mixed concerning heavy long-term use. In general, there are far lower risk of pulmonary complications for regular cannabis smokers when compared with those of tobacco. A 2015 review found an association between cannabis use and the development of testicular germ cell tumors, TC, TGCTS, <coughs> particularly non-seminal TGCTs. Another 2015 meta-analysis found no association between lifetime cannabis use and risk of head or neck cancer. Combustion products are not present when used a vaporizer, consuming THCs in pill form, or consuming cannabis foods. There is concern that cannabis may contribute to cardiovascular disease, but as of 2018, evidence this relationship was unclear. Research in these events is complicated because cannabis is often used in conjunction with tobacco and drugs such as alcohol and cocaine. Smoking cannabis has also been shown to really increase the risk of myocardial infarction by 4.8 times for the 60 minutes after consumption. Neuroimaging, although global abnormalities in white matter and gray matter are not associated with Cannabis use, reduced hippocampal volume, is consistently found. Amygdala abnormality is sometimes reported, although findings are inconsistent. Preliminary evidence suggests that this effect is largely mediated by THC and that CBD may even have a protective effect. Cannabis use is associated with increased recruitment of test-related areas such as the dorsal lateral prefrontal cortex, which is thought to reflect compensatory activity due to reduced processing efficiency. Cannabis use is also associated with down-regulation of CB1 receptors. The magnitude of down-regulation is associated with cumulative cannabis exposure and is reversed after one month of abstinence. There is limited evidence that chronic cannabis use can reduce levels of glutamate metabolites in the human brain. Cognition a 2015 meta-analysis found that although a longer period of abstinence was associated with smaller magnitudes of impairment, both with retrospective and prospective memory were impaired in cannabis users. The authors concluded that some, but not all, of the deaths associated with cannabis use were re reversible. A 2012 meta-analysis found that deficits in most domains of cognition persisted beyond the acute period of intoxication but was not evident in studies where subjects were abstinent for more than 25 days. Few high-quality studies have been performed on the long-term effects of cannabis on cognitions, and the results were generally inconsistent. Furthermore, effect sizes of significant findings were generally small. One review concluded that although most cognitive facilities were unimpaired by cannabis use, residual deficits occurred in executive functions. Impairments in executive function are most consistently found in older populations, which may reflect heavier cannabis exposure or development or effects <coughs> associated with adolescent cannabis use. <coughs> One review found three persistent cohort studies 
that some of the relationship between software reported cannabis use and intelligence quotient IQ. The study following the largest number of heavy cannabis use reported that IQ declined between ages 7 to 13 and 38. Poor school performance and increased incidence of leaving school early were both associated with cannabis use, although causal relationship was not established. Cannabis use stems an increased activity in task-related brain regions consistent with reduced processing efficiency. Psychiatric. At the epidemiological level, a dose-response relationship exists <coughs> between cannabis use and increased use of psychosis and early onset of psychosis. <coughs> Although the epidemiological associate is robust, evidence to prove a causal relationship is lacking, but a biologic causal pathway is plausible, especially if there is a genetic predisposition to mental illness, in which case cannabis may be a trigger. It is not clear whether cannabis use affects the rate of suicide. Cannabis may also increase the risk of depression, but insufficient research has been performed to draw a conclusion. Cannabis use associated with increased risk of anxiety disorders, although causal, causality has not been established. A February 2019 review found that cannabis use during adolescence was associated with the increased risk of developing depression and suicidal behavior later in life while finding no effect on anxiety. Reinforcement disorders. About 9% of those who experiment with marijuana eventually become dependent according to dsm IV 1994 criteria. A 2013 review estimates daily use associated with a 10 to 20 percent rate of dependence. The highest risk of cannabis dependence is found in those with a history of poor academic achievement, defiant behavior in childhood and adolescence, rebelliousness, poor parental relationships, or parental history of drug and alcohol problems. Of daily users, about 50 percent experience withdrawal upon cessation of use, i.e., are dependent, characterized by sleep problems, irritability dysphoria, and craving. Cannabis withdrawal is less severe than withdrawal from alcohol. According to DSM-5 criteria, 9% of those who are exposed to cannabis develop cannabis use disorder <coughs> compared to 20% for cocaine, 23% for alcohol, and 68% for nicotine. Cannabis abuse disorder in a DSM-V involves a combination of dsm IV criteria for cannabis use and dependence plus the addition of craving minus the criteria related to legal troubles. Overdose. THC, the principal psychoactive constituent of the cannabis plant, has low toxicity. The dose of THC needed to kill 50% of tested rodents is extremely high. Cannabis has not been important to cause fatal overdose in humans. Pharmacology. Mechanism of action. The high lipid solubility of cannabinoids results in their persisting in the body for long periods of time, even after a single administration of THC. Detectable levels of THC can be found in the body for weeks or longer, depending on the amount of administered and sensitivity of the assessment method. A number of investigators have suggested that this is an important factor in marijuana's effects, perhaps because cannabinoids may act accumulate in the body, particularly in the lipid membranes of neurons. Not until the end of the 20th century was a specific mechanism of action of THC at the neuronal level studied. Researchers have subsequently confirmed that THC exerts its most prominent effects via its actions on two types of cannabinoids, 
receptors, the CB1 receptor and the CB2 receptor, both of which are G-protein coupled receptors. The CB1 receptor is found primarily in the brain as well as in some peripheral tissues, and the CB2 receptor is found primarily in peripheral tissues, but is also expressed in narrow GL cells. The TH appears to alter mood and cognition through its agnus actions and the CB1 substance, which inhibit a secondary messenger system, adenylate cyclase in a dose-dependent manner. These actions can be blocked by the selective CB1 receptor antagonist Riminabat CRSR141716, which has been shown in clinical trials to be an effective treatment for smoking, cessation, weight loss, and as a means of controlling or reducing metabolic syndrome risk factors. However, due to the dysphoric effect of CB1 receptor antagonists, this drug is often discontinued due to these side effects. VSCB1 receptor activation, THC, indirectly increases dopamine release and produces psychotropic effects. Cannabid DLCBD also acts as an allosteric modulator of the U and opioid receptors. THC also potentiates the effects of the glycine receptors. It is unknown if, if or how these actions contribute to the effects of cannabis. Chemistry, detection in body fluids. THC is major inactive metabolite. THC, COOH, can be measured in blood, urine, hair, oral fluid, or sweat using chromatographic techniques as part of a drug use testing program or a forensic investigation of a traffic or other criminal offense. Or the concentrations obtained for such analyses can often be helpful in decision active use from passive exposure, elapsed time since use, and the extended duration of use. These tests cannot, however, distinguish authorized cannabis smoking for medical purposes from authorized recreational smoking. Commercial cannabinoid immunoassays, often employed as the initial screening method when testing like physiological specimens for marijuana presence, have different degrees of cross-reactivity with THC and its metabolites. Urine contains predominantly the THC, COOH, while hair, flu oral fluid, and sweat contain primarily THC. Blood may contain both substances, while with the relative amounts are dependent on the recent and extent of usage. The Duquinoy-Levine test is commonly used as a screening test in the field, but it cannot definitely confirm the presence of cannabis. As <coughs> <coughs> a large range of substances have been not shown to give false positives. Richards at John Jay College of Criminal Justice reported that dietary zinc supplements can mask the presence of THC and the drugs in urine. However, a 2013 study conducted by researchers at the University of Utah School of Medicine refused, refused the possibility of self-managed zinc producing false negative urine drug tests. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned next week for part two of Cannabis. Uh, I hope you stay safe. Practice social distancing if you do go out. Stay home if you can. Wear a mask. Wash your hands. Use universal precautions during this coronavirus pandemic as it extends into 2021. And we look forward to a normalcy, whatever or whenever that may be. Thank you for listening. And I hope you enjoyed the episode. Have a good week.